What's going on, good people? To Out of Bio by Anchor FM, bringing another action packed show to you tonight. Uh, it's going to be me, myself, BJ. We got uh, Junie on. We're going to have KG with us. And uh, hopefully, Big Jim join us also. Um, show consists of tonight. We're going to get into the uh, NCAA tournament, the uh, results from uh, today. Uh, the shocker, the Notre Dame women taking out UConn. Uh, we want to go over our top centers from 1990 in the NBA. Anything else, uh, we'd be freelancing. So, but uh, what's going on, Junior? I see you on there, man. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on, my man? How you doing tonight, Good, man? Another another time to podcast. You know, we you know talking about sports, man. That's you ain't got to pay us to do us, and they, and they not. <laughs> so. That's right. And we want to welcome John Wall back you also. Know what? Big Wall back. We're going, we definitely going to touch on the Wizards. And, um, you know, they won, uh, They beat Charlotte at home, which, you know, I think they're supposed to do. But we we definitely going to touch on the Wizards also. Um, first, let's get into uh, probably the I mean, I, I guess it's a shocker. Be you know they um, the Notre Dame women takes down the UConn women undefeated season thirty six and zero. Um, they go down on a last second shot, and I don't want to even butcher the girl's name, but she uh, went one on one on the right on the right side of the court, and uh, man, she she said in the uh, the post game interview she was trying to take his much time as she could down, which still wasn't enough because UConn still took the ball down the other end and could have got a shot off if they uh and had a good look. Had a, had good, a good look, look. Yeah, right? Good look. So KG, I see you. What's going on, man? I see KG. I can't hear KG though. I'm here now. He popped in. I heard the there you go. I heard Rick Smith and his son. Is that you, KG? Oh, he might have you. That's him. At his best, that's him. He just said something. I'm just trying to make sure he's good, man. We got number 45, Rick KG Smith in the house. Yeah, I'm not gonna play my man like the slouch, man. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, right now that's an inside joke, but we definitely gonna get on that. We definitely gonna get on that uh, later on the show. Hey, KG, we were just talking about the Notre Dame women taking down UConn. Amazing, and all I can say is just wow, wow. But did you, oh, you see the ice water? Did you see the ice water in her veins? Just. Ah, ah, and just pulled the jumper in her face like, oh, well, you thought you was going to block it? Hey, and the thing is, KG, I, I, I don't even want to butcher the girl's name. I, I, I see her name. And I know if I say her name, it's going to get tongue-tied. But she, man, that was just, that shot right there, that's, that's what March Madness is about right there. Yes, beautiful, beautiful shot. So, oh man! All right, let's 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 talk and let's go to let's go right to one of our hot buttons. 
of the last couple of shows. John Wall comes back today against Charlotte uh, at home. They beat Charlotte. I think it was ninety-two to eighty-one. I believe that was the score. I'm pulling up the uh, the box score now. I think John Wall had when I looked at the game with like six, seven minutes. I think Wall had like eleven assists. I'm sorry. It's one hundred seven ninety-three. 107.93. Let's look at John Wall's stats. John Wall, 33 minutes, 15 points, three rebounds, 14 assists, six of 17 uh, from the field, two of six from three point, which is normal John, normal John Wall. So, what y'all think about? He looks good too. It was Charlotte. I mean, I'm. I'm. It's not much I can say. It was Charlotte. You're in the sixth seed. You clinched the playoff spot. Now seeding could change, but right as of right now, the Washington Wizards with John Wall, who is healthy now, are the sacrificial lambs for the Cleveland Cavaliers. One and done. It means absolutely nothing. You know what, KG? I'm gonna have to agree with you, man, because I don't. I'm not impressed with the Charlotte one at all. You know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. I think I agree. And, and like I said, you know, and the sad thing is, I think if John probably would have came back last month, he probably had more time to get, uh, you know, his legs underneath him. I don't think people understand when. You take that much time off, you got to get back in game shape. You Physically, he's good. But you still got to get back in game shape. And then you still have to get to your team chemistry back. I mean, just look at the Cavaliers. They made the trade. They're still trying to figure out their team. That's a, that was a month yep. ago. Mm. But, I mean, John does what he does. Makes everybody better. And um, you know he looked. I mean, fourteen assists. You can't, you can't shake your head to fourteen assists. He, he did what he's supposed to do. It just doesn't change what we talked about in the last couple of episodes. Doesn't change for me where I say that that this team, the way it's built, they're, they're not. They, I think the most they get to is the East Finals, which I think. I don't think they're going to get that far. I'm sorry. If, what well, do you no, mean? I'm not, I'm not talking about this year. I'm not talking about this year. I'm talking about this With this current roster. In general. I don't got him getting out of the first round at all. Like I said once before, who is there to be afraid of? If John Wall has an off night, Bradley Bill doesn't show up, Otto Porter's out right now. Who on that team is going to kill me? I'm not afraid of nobody on that team. Oh, Porter played. Porter played. Played? Okay. I, but I, I, 38, 38 minutes, 26 points, 11 rebounds, two assists, 10 of 15 from the field, and he was 6 of 10, three-pointers, 60%. Bill was 6 of 8. Now, now let, me, let me put it to your perspective. Hoya fan, you know that. Y'all know I'm a Hoya fan. Hoya socks are all day long, but I'm not afraid of Otto Porter because guess what? That's against Charlotte. Let me see you do that against Houston. Let me see you do that against Minnesota. Let me see you do that against some of the powerhouses in the West. Let me see that you do that to some of the powerhouses in the East. Let me see you come back next game and do the same thing. 
Let me see you put that together and make it a stretch of games where it's three, four, five, six games in a row where you scoring and you shooting like that. Until then, I'm not scared. Yeah, you, you're 100% right, man. They are very, very inconsistent. Man, Kelly Oubre. I guess I got to agree. Ke- Kelly Oubre was 2 of 14 from the field and 1 for 9 at three-point range, man. I don't know. He, he's in a slump because he said something about it the other day. But I know Kelly Oubre can play ball. Everybody goes through a slump. Hopefully, John coming back, a spray the floor more for him, get his confidence back, and he can get back to shooting. But they definitely, if they're going to make any type of run, if they're going to have any type of chance to beat Cleveland, Kelly Oubre got to be on his game. It's not even because he's coming off the bench. He's leading the bench charge. He, he, they, they, he has to play well. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Mm. Well, I, you, you got to get more production because if you got Uber coming off the bench, you got to get more bench production. You got to get when – the, when the playoffs come, you got to get more out of Jody Meeks. Sadoransky got to give you what he gave you against, I think it was the Bulls a couple, uh, couple weeks ago. He got to give you something like that. Uh, Mahimi got to be a defender around the rim. He's big. I mean, you're tall. I need you to stop shots. I mean – Jeez, man, you you, you got to get a lot. You got to get way more than what you're getting from the whole entire team right now. If you were planning on going anywhere, now, granted, I, we said it once before that they they, they they could be a fifty win team. Actually, I take that back. They could be a fifty two to fifty four win team. And this is and you're saying this this is without John Wall, right? This is without John Wall. Now imagine what they could be with John Wall and a healthy John Wall all season. It's there. It's not coaching. It's desire. Like, I don't know what it is that they're missing, that they're not clicking, but this team can do amazing things. And they show it in flashes. They have to take the blueprint that Toronto has set. Uh, 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 You know, up-and-coming teams. Where they didn't go after big stars. They paid the stars they have. And then they built around. You have John. You got Bradley. You have Otto Porter. You got Kelly Oubre, who's an emerging star. You build around those guys and you bring people in that's going to mesh well with them. And then you're going to turn around and guess what? We're going to be talking about the Wizards at the Eastern Conference Finals taking excuse me, Boston or Cleveland in the seven games. And then the following year, we're going to talk about the Wizards in the, in, the, in the NBA Finals losing in six. Then the Wizards in the Finals taking somebody to seven. Next thing you know, the Wizards have won a championship. The Wizards have won another championship. They're going to wind up being a powerhouse, but you have to build correctly. And they're not built correctly right now. Hey Kevin, do to you think they're honest, getting there? I, I do. Now it may seem like I just dive on the wizards, and sometimes I do dive on the wizards, but I do that to to, to rile some people up because I, I you know, create, controversy creates chaos. So I'm, I'm gonna let you know I, I don't like the wizards, but I, I dive on them because I know they can be so much better. I like Sadaransky. I like Mahimi because you don't find so many big guys. That size, and he's what seven foot one, two forty five. 
But he, I would, I would like to see him as the pit bull. Because if he's the pit bull, Gortat doesn't have to be the enforcer or the pit bull. Because you don't want Gortat to be your enforcer or your pit bull. Gortat is good at rebounding and coming off the, the pick and roll and catching the easy one from John and laying it in. John Wall's going to be John Wall. That's your star. Bradley Beal, his consistency is where, you know, you kind of shake your head at him. Because one 25, and he'll, he'll like, tonight he was 6-8 from 3, right, B? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me see him do that next game. But next game is against the well, next game is against my Bulls. And let me see him do that. And you know, this is this is this wasn't even a win that should have been in doubt. This is one of those wins where you look at it, oh yeah, we're gonna beat them. We know we're gonna beat them. And they didn't play down in the competition. They kept their foot on the gas pedal and they rolled. Now imagine if they did that two months ago. Where would they got they got they got two tests coming up. After the Bulls, they got the they're at the Rockets and they're at the Cavaliers. And actually, no, I'm I'm gonna say they got more than one test because then after that they play the Hawks. And you know how they are, they play down to their teams. I'm not gonna put the they had the Celtics the second to last game of the season. I'm not gonna put the Celtics on there because Kyrie's I mean with Kyrie with Kyrie, they, they, they can't beat that team. And they just imagine when that team gets Gordon Hayward back next season, it's gonna it, it's gonna be barbecue chicken and news. I I just can't see and depending on what LeBron does, that this Washington team beating that Cle- that that Boston team, um, but spent all night on the Wizards. Let's talk about let's talk about some positive. We 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 dragged the Wizards through the mud enough, <laughs> and it's it's only because we it's only because we love them. Um, Hall of Fame inductees, Hall of Fame class of 2018. We got. This year we got Steven Ash, Jason Kidd, Grant Hill, Ray Allen, uh, Maurice Cheeks. We also got Tina Thompson, yes. Lefty Drizel, the coach from Maryland, Charlie Scott. Uh, we got some executives that's going in, Rick Welch, Rod Thorne. I know everybody, if you've been watching basketball for a while, you know who Rod Thorne is. Dino Raja, Katie Smith, and Orme Washington head up that class of 2018. They... I think this is a decent class right here, fellas. Very strong. Very, very strong. You got Tina Thompson going in. You got Lefty going in. Steve Nash is deserving. Uh, Ray Allen, one of the best sharpshooters ever, deserving Jesus Shuttlesworth. Um, and anybody that doesn't know Rod Thorne, Rod Thorne was the GM in Chicago before Jerry Krause. So he's the one that was responsible for drafting Michael Jordan. Uh, he's been a, a part of the Olympic teams uh, as an executive with Jerry Colangelo. I mean, you can't argue about anybody on that list. You about Grant Hill, you got something wrong with you. Because Grant Hill deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, his career was kind of sort of preempted by the injury, but you knew before that injury what Grant Hill could do. Grant Hill was the face of the league. 
before Jordan came back the, the first time. He was the face of the league. Everybody wanted to pass the torch to him because of what he could do. 6'8", put the ball on the floor. He could blow past you and dunk on you, or he could step back and shoot the jumper. He could handle the ball like a point guard, but he could slash like a three. There's no way you can ever argue about Grant Hill going in the Hall of Fame. And my two favorites out of this class are Tina Thompson and Lefty Giselle. Tina Thompson, because that's Tina Thompson. I mean, she kill you from the from the block, shoot shoot you out, shoot the lights out from long range, and she was my WNBA crush. Still is. And Lefty Giselle, because he needs it. Yeah. Hey, 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 Kevin. I got a question for you. Is, yes, sir. Left is going in as a coach, right? Now, I agree with those those picks, but I just feel man, like I agree with you whole years ago, man. What you think? And you know, you you know, we're not going to discuss why he's been held out, but his resume speaks for itself. Hey, Amen. That's right. What you got next, B? Oh, we're well, gonna we got stay, next, stay with the NBA with some good, most some more good news. Uh, Jimmy Buckets have been cleared for contact, and uh, he's continuing his rehab. So, coming along, uh, it's good, good to hear that. Uh, we'll stay with basketball, and baby, we'll stay with basketball. Go to the NCAA tournament, the Cinderella Ride ends from Loyola, Illinois, and. They down, go down to Michigan, 69-57. Hey, KG, I know that was your pick, right? Yes, sir, and I feel like a absolute fool because I was the only one that went with Loyola because I was like, there's something special about them. So before I go on, I got to give a shout-out to my man Jesse. Congratulations. Big Michigan fan. And – I'll be calling him after we finish our show because he got a big heap in a crow that I have to eat. And it seemed like crow must be my favorite dish because I eat a lot of it. You you sure ate a lot of it in the uh, NFL playoffs, boy. <laughs> and you, and it, still had, it, still, it still had the BBs in it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, hey man, we Kansas and Villanova going at it right right now. Villanova sixteen to four over Kansas. Villanova was my pick to win it all. I just feel like they they are so strong, all around a great team. B, we never got a hey, Junior. We never got your picks, man. I mean, it's kind of null and void now because you, you only got three teams to choose from. So, who you think gonna win the national championship come Monday? Well, I, I originally picked Virginia and Kansas to go to the big game. And I take I took Kansas to win it all, but Virginia messed me up first round. When you pick UMBC knocked them out. So my bracket okay, was busted, okay. but I picked Kansas hey, to man, win it all. You ain't the only one be uh Junior. They they knocked out like ninety percent of the country. <laughs> so you know. Hey man. <laughs> right. Uh, what we got next, man? We going to um, I think we go to our our, our main segment of the show, and then too bad Jim ain't on here to uh to 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 go at it with us. We 
we've been sitting talking about this show and what we wanted to talk about, and we came up with the top NBA centers from 1990 to 2010. Now, we made this list because a lot of us, we, we, we never saw a Jim was making a good point as far as let's go off people we've seen play. Okay, so we're going off people we've seen play. Let's go from 1990, a range for everybody, 1990, 2010, your top 10 NBA. So, with that being said, let's dive right into it. Um, uh, Junie, if you if you got, let's let's start with you. If you you're doing your top ten NBA centers from two from 1990 to 2010, who you got number one on your list? Number one, or is it in the best? Uh. I got to go with Shaq. I got to go That's with Shaq. One for the diesel. KG, you're number mm. one on your list. You start your list. You're number one center from 1990 to 2010. Ooh. Number one, oh. give me Hakeem, the dream, Olajuwon. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, man. I guess it's on me. This is why we need, this is why we need Jim. Um, I'm I'm going with I'm going with the diesel. I'm putting Shaq first, man. I'm putting my Shaq as my number one center. Y'all are crazy. I'm putting Shaq as my number one center, man. He was just so dominant. Hakeem probably had him. Oh, not probably. He did have him on overall game, ball handling, movement, moves in the pose. I think Hakeem, but just sheer dominance. Not doing anything but backing you down, and then I'm a in your chest. I'm a dunking, put my feet in your chest type thing, and just like that, you can't. That that dominance, and he he dominated from from year one. Unstoppable. All right. Ah oh, man. We we got our number ones out the way, Kevin. I'm gonna let you do your rest of your list. And me and Junie gonna me and Junie gonna sit back and listen to it. I'm gonna let a Junie after, after he does his list. I want you to follow up with your top NBA centers from 1990 to 2010, and then I'll come through it. Go ahead, KG. Y'all put me on the spot because y'all won't laugh at me. It's okay. I stand by it. I, this has my stamp of approval. This is KG's stamp of approval. All right, number one, I said it came a large one. Number two. I'll go with the Diesel, Shaquille O'Neal. Number three, David Robinson, the Admiral, no doubt. Number four, and number four, five, and six has nothing to do with bias. It's all fact, all true. Patrick Ewing, number four, Alonzo Mourning, number five, the Kimbe Mutombo, number six. Now, see, this is where the waters got cloudy at. It's seven through ten. Number seven, Vladi Divots. Number eight, Arvita Sabonis. Number nine, Big Ben Wallace. And number ten, number 45 in your program, number one in your hearts, the Duncan Dutchman, Rick Smith. <laughs> Oh, hey, man. I, 
It's hard to argue with the list because we're only going from 1990 to 2010. Keep that in mind, y'all. This is this is the time period we're going through. So a lot of the names that might be coming up in your head in the early 90s, they were at the end of their career. So that that's we took that into consideration. We wanted people that were still contributing at a high level and not towards the end of their career where you're seeing them breaking down and move from team to team and team and, and kind of like what Shaq did at the end of his career. So, Junie, you up next, bro. Give me your top ten, your list for your, your top ten NBA centers from 1990 to 2010. Who you got? All right. I already, I already called on Shaq. Shaq was the man, man. I love his game. Big dominant center. Uh, did I go with Akeem the Dream? Olajuwon. I got to go with David Robinson. Then Patrick Ewan. Ben Wallace. Then Alonzo. I, I, I was trying to decide whether I, I should put Matumbo on my list, but I, I got to go with Matumbo. I'm going to put Matumbo on my list. Uh, with, uh, I got I got a question mark with his Rick Smith, man, because I, I, I really did like Rick Smith, but you know what? I'm going to go with Rick Smith also with Kevin. I, just, I didn't want to put him up on the list too far up in the air, but uh, I, Rick Smith was, was, was an awesome center. I, I got to go with Rick Smith. Okay. Uh, I think you got. What number is it? I think you got two That's more. Uh, two more, Junie. That's where the water get cloudy at, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my 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 water is very cloudy right here on this one. Hey, Junie, you want me? You want me to put my list out while you think, man? Maybe I, some some of the names I've dropped. Hey, you know what, man? Because because I, I had some ones on my list, man. I'm talking. Hey, I even got Robert Parrish on my list, man. I, I was trying to be. No, he, but he still, Robert Parrish still. I ain't gonna say the top of his game, but he was still a center in the league what, up until '97. So, and he got a championship in the '90s, right? So yeah, he did. He did. She played minutes. Bulls team. All right. Well, let me let me let me throw my list out there. There you go. I had I had. All right, I had go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna put Hakeem number two, Robinson three. I'm going with Kevin, just because. Well, no, actually, no, I'm not. I'm gonna go Pat Ewing, Alonzo Mourning, Ben Wallace, Dikembe Mutombo. Um. Excuse me, y'all. I'm sorry. I got to count. I got to count again. <laughs> I got O'Neal, Olajuwon, David Robinson, Pat Yorn, Morning, Ben Wallace, Matumbo. Um, I'm going to put Vladi Divac. Put Vladi Divac in there, and I I gave Kevin hell for it, but I I I agree with him 100. percent if you go from 90 to 2010, Rick Smith was definitely one of the top centers during that time for Indiana. He definitely definitely played some ball. Um, and then my one of my favorite centers, and it was a shame we got him at the end of his career, 
is going to round up my top ten. Um, he was a joy watching play, and I felt like if they had got him five years earlier, they would have took the Lakers out in the West Finals, and that's Arvidas Sabonis. So that's my list. Oh, that's yeah. my list there. And I think I put the, the Ben Wallace over to Kimbe because I just believe Ben was more a little bit more I, I think he was more athletic, more dangerous as far as the Kimbe. Both of them had, you know, the defensive and rebounder prayer. I think Ben was a little bit more dominant, but but the Kimbe had the edge because the Kimbe played longer and was more durable. <laughs> So here, hey Junie, here Junie, hearing those names, can you figure out your last two on your top ten? You know what? I'm going to go with Vlade Divac, and I do. I I I, I was mad they treated Divac. Nice, man, Vladi was like even he was nice, man. Even even his he Sacramento days, he he did his he did what he could against Shaq, even though he was gravely undersized, man. He definitely. Definitely put in that work, so you know, and Vladi definitely get the uh, definitely get big ups from me. So, so um, yes, sir. Uh, let's go. Is that Jim? Is Jim, you on here? Yeah, yeah, I made it. Hey, Jim. Hey, man. We I was about to start closing out the show, but I want to hear your top ten NBA centers from 1990 to 2010, and it give me time to. Go to uh, our last couple of topics before we end this. Give me your, give me your top ten. All right, I got Elijah Wan, Shaq, the Admiral, Patrick Ewing. Uh, I got Paul Gasol, Matumbo, Morning, Divac, and I put Sam Perkins on. I think that's my ten. Sam Perkins. Yeah. You know what? You can't Sam Perkins was six ten, but can shoot the three ball and back you down in the block. Exactly. We and we talked about Sam Perkins earlier when we was talking on the WhatsApp. Uh, if y'all listening, this is what we on the WhatsApp all week talking about and putting our show together, talking about our different topics and stuff. And we did bring Sam Perkins up. We did bring him up, and I don't. I still don't know. I, he's definitely a good choice. I still don't know if I put him on my list ahead of who I got, like, because uh, Divock and Sabonis rounded out my my top 10. I mean, he, damn, man. Can I do a 10A and a 10B? <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Hey, man, if I can do a 10B, then I'm putting, um, I'm putting up, um, I'm putting Sam Perkins on there, because Sam Perkins was dangerous. I agree with that whole lot Hey, let's 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 while we still on the NBA, what what do y'all think is going on with Kawhi Leonard? Do y'all think he want to play with the Spurs? They said he went back to New York to rehab his quad, so he's not even now he's not traveling with San Antonio. He's not staying in San Antonio for rehab. What is going on with Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs? That's a tricky subject, there. Jim, Jim, jump in there. What you think? What you think is going on, Jim, Junie, and then KG? What y'all think is going on with the Spurs and Kawhi Leonard? Man, honestly, you know what? I don't know. Because I think a lot of players would dream to play for Pop and the Spurs. Unless it's something we just don't know about. Or maybe he felt like, um, you know, because, you know, last year, once he got hurt, 
and against Golden State, that's when everything kind of fizzled. You know, they need him on the court. Unless he's feeling like they're rushing him back before he's ready, or maybe the doctors are saying he's ready, and, he, and he's saying, look, it's my body. I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I should push it. This is my career on the line. You know, I lied, Grant Hill. I mean, you know, doctors say one thing, player says one thing. But at the end of the day, you got to kind of – it's a player's body. So he might be feeling like he's just a tool and not being treated fairly. Junie, what you think? What you think going on in San Antonio, Junie? Hey, hey, man, I'm going to tell you something. That is a very good question. Very good question. I'm glad you brought that up. To me, it's almost like he don't want to be there anymore. Now, I don't know what's going on in San Antonio. I think him, him and Pop really get along, but it's almost like he don't want to be there anymore. I did see that earlier when they said he was in New York rehabbing, you know, but it's almost like he does not want to be in San Antonio. And it's like every day you're reading up on him, it's like, is he coming back? Is he not coming back? Is he coming back? One game, it was like they were saying he was coming back. The next, the next day, they said he's not coming back. So that's a, that's a a B. I'm glad you, you brought that one up. And it's, to me, it's I, almost I like you really don't want to be there. Jim and Junie. I mean, but I also think it's a psychological thing. Like, I'm not saying that, now, you know, everybody reads about Kawhi and how humble he is. And, you know, he's just quiet, reserved. But, he don't. I, when you're an athlete, especially at that high of a level, and your body fails you, but it doesn't fail you once. You come back and it fails you again. Like you start second guessing yourself, and I'm thinking that he's second guessing himself, and 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 really mentally ready to come back. Now, all say, you know, we would love to play for Pop. Would love to play for Pop. I mean, you just to play in San. You know you're gonna win 50 games. You know you're going to the playoffs. So you know you're getting bonus money. You, even if you're on the end of the bench, you know you're gonna do it right and you're gonna win. It's no better situation. All you got to do is fit into the rotation. That's it. So I don't really think it's a, a problem with him. I think it's a problem. I don't really think it's a problem with between him and Pop. I should say. I think it's a mental thing. I think his body failed him, and he's just like, ah, what am I doing wrong? I I don't want to rush back and it happen again. And then if it happened again, my career is open. I don't, you know, that inner turmoil that an athlete grow, goes through when you're dealing with a, a major issue. So that's, that, that's what I'm thinking. Hey, I, I, I agree with all you fellas. Um, it's very unusual the way the Spurs run their organization and, you know, everybody always compliments them on how classy they are, how they do things the right way for something like this to be going on where you're not, you don't know what's going on with their star player. And for me, I, 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 unless I don't know if I, I really think it's turmoil or something something was said or whatever between Pop and Kawhi, and Kawhi maybe didn't like it because like, he's just not responding to them at all, and I would not be surprised if he's in another uniform next year. I, I really wouldn't because you just think 
Papa is Popovich way or the highway. That's how it's always been there, and and everybody has always been like that. You you had your superstar Tim Duncan always you know, fall in line to that. So if your superstars fall in line to it. Everybody else has to fall into that. So now Kawhi's in there, and maybe that's not how he wants to do things. Maybe he wants to. Hey, maybe he been talking to LeBron and Paul George, and he want to sign in L.A. Uh, this summer. I mean, who knows? There's, something's wrong down there, though. Something is wrong. We just don't know what it is. I don't expect them to see him in a Spurs uniform next year. I really don't. Um, Isn't he from but, L.A.? Isn't he from that area? He's from California, correct? Yeah, don't give me the line. I, I, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me right now, but if I'm not mistaken, he's a West Coast kid. But if that, uh, I was trying, I was trying to pull it up real quick and see. Yeah, he was born in Los Angeles, California. Why not go home and play? Played in San Diego State. Hey, man. Hey, I, I did. Hey, I just said the Laker thing. I didn't even know he That's was from there. Man. I didn't know that. Hmm. I did not know that, man. I didn't know that. Wow. So, but uh. We're moving on to the next topic. I just wanted to get this shot of sarcasm in because we get get the comparisons all the time to Kobe Bryant and Michael and LeBron. Uh, LeBron passed MJ on a consecutive game, double-digit scoring leader. So he's he's gone 867 games with at least scoring double digits. Mike's number two now at 866. Kareem behind them at 787. Carl Malone with 575 games. And Kevin Durant rounds out the top five at 562. So you're telling me, and this is for all you Kobe Bryant lovers out there, you telling me that you're comparing this guy to Michael Jordan and this man can't even score double digits in his games. And I think I remember the game, he didn't score double digits. I think he was shooting bad and he only had eight points. Do y'all remember that? Yes, I do. Ah. Man, this is. I just had to put that. I just wanted to put that out there. Say, say, I remember that. Game was it again for LeBron? How many consecutive? Eight sixty-seven right now. Eight sixty-seven. That's ten and a half seasons. Ten and a half seasons. Pretty much, it, you know, not counting the games that he sat out, but eight hundred sixty-seven mm-hmm. straight games. Ten and a half seasons, if I'm, if my math is correct. Yeah, because it says. Um, it says 2007, January 2007 to the present. Mike's Mike's reign was is uh, looks like March 86 to um, December 2001. Jeez, you know what? That that but see, I, I, but think about it like this, and I, I mean, this no knock against LeBron, but he's gonna break a lot of records. But imagine if Jordan hadn't retired two times. What that number would have been. And LeBron would have been chasing that number. But it, for LeBron, it would have been well in. It's always going. Every big time record is always well within reach because he's healthy. He's durable. And he takes very good care of himself. And he's in his 15th season and has no signs of letting up. Every record is within his grasp. Yep. Like he's he only record that I don't see LeBron breaking is Wilt's one hundred points in the game. That's the only record I don't see him breaking. And that's because yeah, 
a giver. Yeah, I don't think anybody can get that. Well, and if I'm not mistaken, and Junior, you can correct me if I'm wrong, the night Kobe scored 81, didn't he sit out the fourth quarter? So Kobe could have broke it, but he said out. Still he sat him exactly out. Right. He asked, you know, he was already at eighty-one, and that the game was well in hand. But Kobe well, could have got hundred. Ah, uh, well, I... I really wish they would have kept me in to see what had happened, man. You know, back to LeBron, man. Uh, they was talking about how he invested so much money. For his body, into his body, and I really like the way he did that, man. I he, think they said he really and a half a trained. They said he even got an ice bath in his. And you want to know something though, Junie and BJ? It's people in yes, this world that are upset that he spends that type that? of money to prolong his career. Now, think about this: he's prolonging his career, keeping himself healthy. He doesn't sell. Uh, a box of cereal or computers or vacuum cleaners. His body is his product that he has to sell to make money. And, and, and in a sense, not figuratively, but in a sense. So why not keep your body in pristine condition so you can keep doing what you love and what you get paid to do? How can you ever get mad at that? But KG, that goes all, that goes for everybody, not just millionaire superstars, NBA players, and NFL players. If you work in... If you work outside and you carry equipment all day, why aren't you taking care of your body? You should be doing the same type of things. You should be getting, you know, massages. You should be getting, you know, doing yoga. You should be doing different things to, one, prolong your life and be healthy, but to take care of your body, especially if your body makes you a meal ticket. If you go out here, yeah, what's up? Hey, BJ. I'm going to cut you off, but the main thing you saying and all that is you should, you should, you should do this. But the king is doing it. He got, he got, and you got to give him his props. LeBron James is the man that I only wish I had a quarter of. I mean, it's it's just like it's unmatched. And and this is what what I always say, and I'm going to beat this into y'all head. This is the defining greatness. And this is when I say, when you say greatness, you cannot take that that word lightly. LeBron James is showing you why he's great. You know what I'm saying? That that he, it's just you see it. The 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 Dwight Howard's of the world. He don't have that discipline. He, I mean, he's a he's a great he's he's a great player by default because he has his got it right. six ten seven foot frame, long wingspan. He's just a freak by nature. Can you imagine if you put in the work LeBron did? He'd be he, on another level. He would actually earn that Superman title. How about that? Man, we're not even gonna get on that. We're not even gonna get on that. You 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 already know I was loaded up, right? You already know. Well, we gonna we gonna we're gonna cut it short for that tonight. We're gonna bring back uh, we'll be back Tuesday. Um, after the national championship game, we'll definitely be giving our thoughts on the national championship game, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more NBA as the um, playoff season starts shaping up, and we can kind of start seeing, um, you know, who's going to like Kyrie, you know, when he's coming back. I know they said Embiid is going to miss one, probably one game in the playoffs, so we're definitely going to talk about that. We are sponsored tonight 
by Scott's Mobile Detailing. Hey, Junie, tell them where you, they can reach Scott's Mobile Detailing at. Did I lose Junie? I think we may have. At the wrong time, too. Isn't that, the, isn't that crazy? <laughs> Hey, you can reach Scott's Mobile Detailing on Facebook. Uh, the page is Scott's Mobile Detailing. If you're in the DMV area, you're looking for a clean ride, uh, somebody professional that comes to you, definitely check out Scott's Mobile Detailing. Uh, you can hit them up, 757-218-9453. That's 757-218-9453, and that's Scott's Mobile Detailing. Um, DMV area, you want your car cleaned, Want to you know clean ride? You don't feel like touching it? Call Scott's Mobile Detailing. KG, there you go. Okay, he's back. <laughs> right there, I'll be right there to get you. Clean it up for you. Can listen to us at if they want to reach us. Let them know where they can. We can do all that good stuff. We can be heard on right here on Anchor FM, on Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Apple iTunes. We can be heard on Play Music on Android. You can reach us at oobshowpodcast at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter, oobpodcast4. You can catch us on Facebook, Out of Bounds Podcast. And if you join Anchor, you listen on any other platform, join Anchor. Call into the to, the, to our station. Give us your feedback. Tell us what you want to hear. You want to hear us discuss. Hey, even call in to argue with us. We we looking for it. We we love it. Hey, Big Jim, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, man, give me some closing thoughts, man, before we leave. Oh wow. Um, people, uh, stay positive. Believe in yourselves. Let's have fun in this world and make the best of it. And that's it. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's what I, I love that. We got to live by that. So for me, myself, BJ, KG, Jim, Junie, that's Out of Bounds Saturday night. We'll be back Tuesday. And uh, until then, have a great weekend. Be safe. Like, like KG said, please rate, review us, uh, contact us on Twitter, Facebook, every, every platform. We love to hear from you. So until next time, everybody have a great night. And we'll see you next time. Rick Smith. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everybody. Stay safe. (laughs)